Hello guys, this is your host, Michaela Philo, and welcome back to McKay's Mindspace. Welcome back guys. Some exciting stuff today that we are going to talk about. For one, I have a new microphone set up, so I'm very excited to record today. And I've spent all morning putting it together, and I just have some really exciting things planned for McKay's Mindspace that I'm excited to share with you guys in the future, so just stay tuned. We're going to get things exciting here. It is Monday morning, 10.30 a.m. I have miso running around. I have already drank my coffee. I've already done my morning routine. Like I said, I woke up to the package of my new microphone set up, so I set that up all morning. And I wanted to get my episode recorded before I go to Pilates and come home and just work on a bunch of things around the house. I have been working really hard at getting back into my routine a lot lately, and that has really helped me a lot. I've been super focused on getting a lot of good sleep, on working out a lot, on working on my goals, and just really focusing on my mental health, and that has really been helping me a lot. So hopefully this audio sounds better Creating a podcast is really fun and exciting, but there are so many little things that come with it when it comes to technology and just like the editing and which equipment you use. And I've been kind of doing a bit of trial and error for the past few months with things I like, and I kind of indulged into some equipment that I'm really hoping I like a lot. So hopefully when I go back and listen to this, it sounds really good, but I don't know. Let me know any feedback if you can. So as you guys all know, I have a pretty big social life, you could say. I definitely love getting dressed up, going to dinner with all my friends and getting drinks and eating food. And like that's my form of going out these days. I much rather go to a nice dinner and drinks than go to a club. With that being said, going to get dinner and drinks can be a little bit difficult sometimes for me because I'm gluten and dairy free. So I wanna talk about how I manage eating out and going out with the dietary issues that I have and how I manage that and how I do it successfully so it just doesn't bother my night out. First off, I just wanna say that, you know, I made the decision to be gluten and dairy free. And I also was informed by my doctor that it would help with my gut issues that I was having and just overall health and well-being so it you know like it's my choice at the end of the day that I have chose to go gluten and dairy free and I think that that's for one you know the first step just being well aware I chose to be this way to better myself I feel better this way and I personally don't mind having to put in a little bit of extra effort to to watch what I'm eating when I'm living my social life Of course, one of the first things that you could do to help with sticking to your dietary issues when living a social life, going out to eat, is looking up the menu before you go and narrowing down the options that you have. So no matter what I'm doing, whether it's a coffee shop, whether it's getting lunch, going to dinner, like going to a bar, I always look up the menu before I go. Now, I have some friends that are like, I wish you didn't do that because 
it like spoils a surprise of like what's going to be there. But unfortunately, that is just like the con of being gluten and dairy free. This has really helped me out a lot by just like looking at the menu beforehand for multiple reasons. For one, I know what I'm getting myself into. So when I go somewhere, I know if I'm going to be able to have like a bunch of options or when I look up the menu, I'm able to have the opportunity and the advantage to kind of narrow down the options that I'm going to have. Because when I get to a restaurant, I immediately am talking to all the friends that I'm with. I'm catching up with all of them. Like I'm a fucking chatterbox. Like I don't stop talking, especially when I'm with good people. So when I get there, I don't want to be like hyper focused on the menu and like over analyzing the menu because I'm gluten and dairy free and no one else is. So like say someone else at the table orders a bunch of appetizers and I can't eat anything that they just ordered. Like, you know, like I want to be prepared before I get there and know, you know, like at least a few small things that I want to order right off the bat. I don't want to take away from the reason of why I'm there, which is to socialize and have a good time with my friends. So that's, you know, one of the main reasons that I look up the menu beforehand, just so I have a few options in my mind already. And then two, I look up the menu beforehand because if there aren't any options for me at all, then I either, one, you know, don't want to go there at all. And if I'm with good people, I might suggest that we go somewhere else. Two, another option is that I just eat dinner beforehand and I've done that quite a lot, actually. Or three, I know that I can go there and I might not be able to order a whole entree, but I can kind of create my own entree by ordering a bunch of sides. So I'm going to talk about all three. First, luckily, you know, I'm kind of the friend that normally picks where we're going to go get dinner. And I'm normally the person that always is planning things. So I don't run into this issue too much. Even, you know, like with my boyfriend, he always was really good about picking all of our dates to be at somewhere that has options for me to eat. So, you know, I applaud him for that. I don't always like to be that person that is like, we can't go here because there's nothing for me to eat. You know, you don't want to be a Debbie Downer on the group. So so that's why I'm saying, you know, like if you know that you're going to go somewhere that doesn't have a lot of options for you, that's your opportunity to try to eat something before you go there. So then you can still go and socialize and you can have drinks and, you know, maybe you can get a side salad. But I've been in situations before where I haven't looked up the menu and then I get to this restaurant. We're planning on staying out for the whole entire night. And all I was able to eat is fries and a garden salad. And then I'm doing 10 shots of tequila and then I'm fucked for the rest of the night. <laughs> and you don't want to be in that situation, I promise. So by looking at the menu beforehand kind of prepares me and, you know, when I get there and everyone's like, you're not eating, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, hey, I'm still here. I'm here to socialize and hang out. Like I ate before I came here. I didn't want to not come, but, you know, I'm gluten and dairy free. And if they have something to say about that, then whatever. But nine times out of ten, most people are totally fine with either eating somewhere else or, you know, you just coming and still getting drinks and just hanging out like that is still normally appreciated quite a lot. Make sure that you're setting yourself up for success. When I look up a restaurant and maybe their menu doesn't say that there are gluten and dairy free options, usually I just go ahead and call in and I'll ask if it's not listed on their menu and that also helps me out a lot too. When I get to the restaurant, this is a whole other story, you know, 
I don't want to be disrespectful to my server, to the kitchen, if I have issues by asking them, you know, a million trillion questions. So by avoiding that, I tell my server normally right away, hey, like I'm gluten and dairy free. Do you have any recommendations for me? I can promise you that you're not the first person that has walked into that restaurant and had an allergy. So many people are allergic to peanuts. So many people are can't eat seafood or a vegan or a vegetarian, you know, whatever your allergy is, you know, I suggest is go ahead and say it to your server right away and let them know. And nine times out of 10, the server, you know, I used to be a server. So I know that like, I appreciate that right away because it's kind of more annoying if you don't tell me right away. And then, you know, I'm suggesting the burger and the pizza and the wings and stuff. And you're like, I can't eat any of that. And then I'm stuck trying to modify your order when I'm super busy. And, you know, I think it's just more helpful for the kitchen. You know, they'll probably care a little bit more about your meal too. They won't try to kill you. Throw all the stuff in there that you can't eat just because they're annoyed with your order. I want to talk about just being self-aware and mindful of how much you do go out. If you know that you're somebody that does like to socialize and you're a social butterfly and you like to go out, then you just in general need to be aware of what you're getting yourself into because we all know that home-cooked meals are best. We can control what oils are in our meals, what we're eating, if there's dairy, if there's gluten, if there's meat or whatever it is that you're trying to be cautious of. When you go into a restaurant, 50% of restaurants in America pretty much use canola oil and seed oils and those things that we don't love. So my best advice if you're trying to eat more of a whole foods, organic diet lifestyle is to avoid fried foods at restaurants. And you want to focus more on baked and steamed foods. By doing this, you're limiting a lot of that saturated fat, those bad oils that we don't love, and you're still eating, you know, a more healthy lifestyle. So if you are aware that you eat out more in general because you have a social life, don't use it as an excuse to eat bad. Instead of the fries, ask for double veggies, you know, ask for the steamed and the baked options of the veggies, even if it's listed on the menu as grilled or fried nine times out of ten the kitchen will be okay with that it's actually you know less work for them as well too and with that being said the other 50 percent of restaurants do cook with avocado and olive oil so it's actually really important that we're eating foods that are cooked with this specific type of oil because it's healthier for our body and it's, it's linked to less chronic diseases and healthy heart, healthy lifestyle. So try to look for restaurants that do cook with all natural and all organic and avocado and olive oil in their foods. And kind of tying back to what I was saying earlier, don't feel bad for asking questions. You know, I know it can get awkward and it definitely kind of is uncomfortable when maybe you're the only one at the table that is eating this way and everybody else is getting all these yummy and extravagant foods. It's all about just being respectful of the people that are making your food and asking in a kind way and being understanding that you are the one choosing to eat out and coming into their restaurant that doesn't serve specifically to your dietary needs. 
because, you know, if they are willing to work around your dietary needs and make you something, that is really nice and that's something you should be grateful for and a good food service industry should offer something like that for you. Lastly, just, you know, don't worry about people's opinions and get rid of the mindset of I'm not allowed to eat this, I'm not allowed to eat that, I can't eat that. Don't compare yourself to what other people can and cannot do at your table it will just create a bad relationship with food. And instead, I want you to really focus more on why you are doing this and why these are your personal goals and your personal wants and remind yourself like why you are gluten-free, why you chose to be vegetarian. Don't give in to the temptation of eating all of the fries on the table and nachos on the table, even though if that's not something you would normally eat because those don't align with your goals. And that has a lot to do with being self-aware of what you're eating and being mindful. And this, you know, this plays a role even when you're at home. But in social settings, it can be very hard and it can be very triggering to just pick up the foods that you don't normally eat because everyone else around you is eating it. Something else I do that I think really helps me out a lot is I always have snacks on me. Like in my purse, I always carry a protein bar, always carry like an apple or orange or nuts, like whatever your favorite snack is that I suggest is like full of protein, full of fiber, filling, um, fruits good too, just to get in those vitamins and minerals and give you some energy. This is, I mean, this is also really great for traveling as well too. It just helps you stay aligned with your goals and you're not starving because then if you're starving, you're going to definitely indulge and give into that temptation of all the food that you wouldn't eat. I think a lot of people do not give into eating a healthier lifestyle because of their social life and because of the temptations around them and maybe the social environments they're in. And it's definitely not easy at first, but with a healthy mindset and being prepared and mindful of where you're going, doing five minutes of research on the restaurant that you're going before you go can really help you, can benefit you. It'll eventually just become natural to you in a routine because that's how it is for me now. And let me tell you what, like I used to go out like literally all the time, like Wednesday through Sunday, and I always was mindful of where I was going or what I was doing. And I always looked up the menu. I still to this day look up the menu anywhere I go. It's just like it's the first thing I do on my phone as I get on Google and Google the restaurant right when someone tells me where we're going or what we're doing. It is something that has helped me out so much with just staying in aligned with my goals. And I love to just show people that it is super possible to do to be gluten-free and be dairy-free or whatever it is for you and still go and do all the things that you love. Back to the temptation, like if you do give in and you're like, in a really bad place in your mind where like you really really just want to eat it like just just tell yourself and ask yourself like is it worth it because you care about what the other people around you think or the cookie looks so good to you like ask yourself is it worth it is is the pain you're going to feel after it worth it like to feel bloated and uncomfortable and like your stomach feeling like a rock and like not being able to poop is like literally the worst thing in the world <laughs> and it's not worth it and it definitely takes strong mental practices to get there. But once you create that healthier relationship with yourself and with food and your social settings, like 
be a motivation to others. Like, I feel like I'm finally in a place where I feel very confident about the way I eat and I don't really care what people think. And I love to kind of teach people why I'm eating this way when they ask when I'm out to eat and stuff and show them like what the options are. There are so many times that there's something I can't, I can't get on the menu and I end up just like getting like three sides of veggies and like a side of protein and then like some sort of like fiber. Like I just kind of create my own entree. It's usually cheaper actually too. And it's always a healthier, better option for me. But for the most part, like those are my main tips and tricks for eating out, being social while still being gluten and dairy free. And it's worked for me. And I hope it works for you. If you have any tips or tricks for what you do living a social life or going out and you have dietary restrictions, please DM me and share them with me. I would love to hear and I would love to share it with everyone else as well too if it's something that I like and I tried. And it's really that short and sweet, guys. I I don't have an hour worth of stuff to talk about of how to eat this way. It's It's really that simple. Just be prepared and be mindful. And it is possible with some hard work and dedication and consistency is key with the more consistent you are with this, the longer results that you will see and the more beneficial results you will see. I feel so professional recording with my new podcast set. I just like wish you guys could see me right now. I feel really good right now, but I hope you guys enjoyed (laughs) this episode I hope you related to it in some way. Clearly, you know, you clicked on this episode because, you know, you want to get better at this and it's totally possible and I'm here to tell you that you can. I'm really excited, like I said at the beginning of this episode, to share some more fun things with you guys. I have some fun things coming up, maybe a special guest or two. You have to stay tuned, guys. I'm so excited. We have some fun people and fun topics coming up. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. And please give McKay's Mindspace a rating and follow if you are enjoying what I'm talking about. And DM me if there's anything you're super interested in me talking about or you want me to elaborate on more. But I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Go have a beautiful, amazing day. Bye, guys.